if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello, I want to welcome you to Get Schooled by Marcelo Alonso. I wanted to introduce myself and explain the reason I have started this podcast, of course. So my name is Marcelo Alonso. In March of 2021, I actually went viral in an article. <coughs> Sorry about that. About my daughter. Um, I basically was stating that I opened an OnlyFans to help my daughter uh, finance law school. The article is true. Um, however, I've been in the adult industry since I've actually been 17 years old. Oh, it's a lot of explaining to do there. Um, but then I started, you know, I, ha I, I had a journey then, and that's when I first became viral. I was in the adult industry for a long period of time, and I have a little bit of an insight that's a lot different than a lot of people. I'm here for educational purposes, first and foremost. Um, what am I educating you on? Well, my career has been in sex work, like I said, for a long, long period of time. I started off as a stripper for many years, and it was a wonderful experience, of course. Um, wonderful, yes, but I got stigmatized and a lot of things did happen, you know, that have hurt me emotionally. Um, so the basis for the education part is to educate people about sex work, about relationships, whether it be in sex work or not be in sex work, because I feel like I do have an insight of men, um, better than most. For instance, when I danced for many years, um, and I would meet an attorney, I right away could tell the difference between a criminal, corporate, and a civil attorney just by talking to them in a couple sentences. And every attorney was always blown away how I could tell the difference, of course. Um, just one of the skills you learn when you are a adult entertainer and you are dancing and having a chat with people in order to make your income and support your family. So... I know I became viral during the OnlyFans, and yes, I was around way before that, but I wasn't really trying to get any attention before that as a sex worker. I was just trying to pay my bills, take care of both of my children, and, you know, actually just provide myself. How did I initially start to get into this business, and how did this all, how did I actually evolve? Well, I grew up in Tampa, Florida. I had a child at a young age. Um, I don't want to comment too much about the relationship, but basically 
the relationship that I had was not an appropriate relationship with an older gentleman at the time, um, therefore resulting in the birth of my younger daughter. If we go back now and 20 years later, um, this was a form of statutory rape that I was, and I was getting, you want to say groomed, but, you know, I also knew, kind of knew, like, you know, the outcome, what was going to happen. Um, I had my daughter. Um, I lost half of the support of my family. And um, I actually finished high school. It was very, very hard, very difficult um, because there was a period of time where I couldn't even go to school whatsoever. So when I finally was able to get to daycare, I first did night school, by the way. I went to night school, uh, took classes like whenever I can throughout the night. That was very helpful to have night school because once my mom came to work, she'd watch my daughter. Then I'd go to school at night, of course. And then, um, you know, finally there was a period of time where I did have daycare and I was able to finish. Um, that was after my daughter was probably a year old. I think I was 17. I actually graduated a whole half a year early than everybody else, which was remarkable you know, that that occurred, but I was very much determined to finish school to progress. Um, there was a period of time where I was trying to get jobs wherever I could, even McDonald's turned me down. It was very difficult. <coughs> this was the mid nineties. so long ago. When I think about the year minimum wage was like $4 and 25 cents. Like I couldn't get hired at McDonald's. Um, by the way, I'm Hispanic, I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban. It was difficult for me to get a job in Tampa, Florida. Very difficult. Um, I started getting, people were prejudiced. Um, there was a time where I was work, finally did work, I think at 17 years old at a restaurant. It was a pizza place. And I remember taking whatever hours I could because the manager literally, I could tell he was kind of prejudiced. It was me and this black guy that worked the back and we just, we got the shit into the stick all the time. I remember this cute white girl, that waitress, and she would just smile and get whatever she wanted from the owner. And so, um, at that time I had just finished high school and I was actually entering college early. I was taking everybody's hours, um, that I could, just trying to pay bills, trying to do the right thing. I remember I applied for like scholarships because I started community college actually early. And there was like a scholarship I'll never forget. And it said something like, if you go to work or whatever, you write an essay and can your boss write you something? So I went to the owner, I'll never forget. And he actually had the nerve to said, well, if you get this, you need to give me half of the money for the scholarship. And I was like, no, look, I, I'm trying to work. I'm just trying to pay for my... He literally said that. He's like, no, if you get this money, you need to give me half of it. He was a dick. I'll never forget. Like I said, uh, the cute white girl that could always come in late or do whatever. She had whatever shifts. And I took on whatever shifts. It was... It was I was doing a lot, you know? Um, but after that dick move, I was just, like, really frustrated. And then... On top of it, <clears throat> I had to get on welfare at the time. Couldn't really survive. 
And I remember, like, I everybody, when they wanted time off or whatever, I was filling everybody's spots, right? So, with, with this freaking owner, I remember, he was just a dick. It's like, he would never give me the amount of hours I want. I would just take on everybody's shifts that people didn't want to. I was, I was a really hard worker. Always shook. Always showed up on time, did everything right. And um, so I had to recertify for welfare, and that was something he had, like, an attitude with. So you had to get it right from the approver. So he literally put on there that I worked 40 hours when actually I think I worked, like, 32 hours. Um, and, he, and I said something like, hey, you know, normally you don't give me this many hours. He goes, yeah, but you worked, at, you know, you worked close to it last week, and it was really a dick. So then welfare cut off everything. Um, even like my daughter's Medicaid at the time. My daughter probably was, she had to be over a year old before two, I remember. It was just really a frustrating thing because he wasn't giving me the proper hours for whatever reason, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm filling in spots for everybody. And uh, I was, like, screwed. I was really screwed. So um, I knew that I could make cash if I danced. And I knew Tampa had a club called Mons Venus in 2001. And they both were closed right across from each other, right? <coughs> so I needed money. I was going to community college. I already finished high school. You know what I mean? I wanted out of the situation that I was in where I was renting a room and stuff wasn't that great. I wanted a better car. I remember I bought a car for like barely seven or $800. So it was like a bucket. And I said, fuck it. Let me go dance. I did start at 18 at that period of time. Um, there was a time where I did like go into a club when I was 17. So I'd have to, that'll be another story. And um, the club I started at was uh, 2001 odyssey and i remember the very first night that i went in there a girl yelling and then passing out and um you know i had no shame in my game i had to do what i had to do i had to make my money and within a few short period of couple months i was able to get off welfare permanently thanks to dancing now one thing about me i never drank I never, I never drank until the day I say I was about 21 years old. I never partied, never did drugs because my main issue was to pick up my daughter and get her home safely. So a lot of misconceptions about strippers and everything, you know, um, not all of us were drunks. A lot of us were supporting, you know, single parents supporting our children, um, it was a very hard journey through the years, you know, and people don't really understand everything. What happens to you when you do sex work? All the, you know, dealing with different managers and clubs or, you know, different circumstances or trying to date and nobody accepting you. Um, a big issue I always had is I kind of never let people knew what I did because they had this misconception I made all this money. I never let anybody really know my income just because, you, hey, I don't want anybody taking advantage of me. There's a first lesson for you guys today <laughs> about getting schooled. Never let people know your income. But anyway, 
As stuff progressed, time goes by, I was able to send my older daughter to Catholic school. She graduated there. She got a master's. And now she's in law school. And I'm over here trying to just make sure my children have a wonderful life, the best that I possibly can. Um, in this podcast, that's just a brief summary, a little bit about like the beginning of me and I'll go on as things go by, but I really want to just educate people all together and all the wisdom I've learned through the years. I swear to God, I feel like sometimes I meet women that are older than me and we talk about men and I'm like, I see the issues. I see the problems because I, I do know men pretty well. They're pretty simple creatures. I feel like. Very, very simple creatures. Um, I would like to educate the general public on sex work. Um, another thing that really bo- bothered me um, and why I wanted to make this podcast, and I shared this with my publicist, is I hate how everybody sort of sensationalizes sex work. And during the period of time when I was OnlyFans, I, I made it a, a, a part of me not to like make it sound easy, not to make anything you know, to be as truthful as possible. I remember one of the earlier interviews I did, I had to say, look, I'm busy. I'm always busy. I'm always shooting pictures, taking content, doing whatever I can, answering my DMs. That's that's what I do. You know, I wanted to be, let people know like the honest truth, because I just noticed a craze when the pandemic hit and sex work started to really, really get sensationalized. And it really started to scare me. I chose the occupation, honestly, partly um, in the beginning, not just because I was a single parent, but I was trying to find other opportunity, you know, as a woman and other jobs. And I was turned down quite a bit because of my race. Now, when you look at me, when you see me, you probably pull up, oh, she's white. But I am Hispanic. I have a Hispanic name. And I did apply at different places. And I have faced many prejudices. Um, I did go to college. I paid my way. Um, the first four years didn't finish the long story about my mom. I'll probably go on. Um, but it really bothered me if, if I was, let's say that restaurant, the Italian restaurant, he would have gave me the hours. I don't think I would have been into sex work, to be honest. Um, do I not like it? I love when I did start dancing. I love the freedom. Yes, it gave me. I felt I was lucky enough where I felt very comfortable with my body. However, I will tell you there were times where I stressed out about my weight and my body image so much because of the business. And I think if I wasn't in sex work, I wouldn't have been so crazy about my body and body image and everything else. Um, Now I feel like in this day and age, this is 2022, there's tons of occupations out there for people to do other than sex work, like, you know, there's uh, Uber Eats, there's, you name it, there's out there. People go shop grocery shopping for other people now on apps. There's just, there's so much work out there. And anybody that's ever interested in sex work, I really want them to listen to my podcast and, and be aware of what you're going into what you're going to face. And I'm hoping to bring on some of my guests to bring awareness also for the people. And I'm going to, I'm going to say my squares out there. Squares, by the way, squares are civilian or people that are not in the adult industry, adult entertainment, AKA sex work, whatever people want to call it. But <clears throat> sorry about that cough. Um, I want to also share what I've learned about men because 
A lot of women hate us because they think that we're going to take their husbands, and that's not true. We're just providing entertainments, and we will be happily to send them right back to you. Trust me, I'm the last person that wants anybody's husband, boyfriend. But I'm going to tell you, I know a lot about men's behavior from over 25 years of being in this business. I'm very much aware of uh, the way men have patterns everything they're doing. And I'm also going to share some of that knowledge as well, because I do see a lot of, uh, ladies doing stuff and I'm like, Oh no, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So I'm sort of bringing education to like also everyday women's squares, whatever, just to teach them. Cause males, if once you get men, they're so much more simpler than once you understand men, you get it. You you understand, and like you'll totally understand how guys think. And yeah, they're 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 very simple creatures. You know what I'm saying? And um, woman, you know, not all women realize. Um, it's kind of crazy. Like I'll meet a guy, and I can read him the first five minutes right away um i notice a majority of sex workers we sort of have this insight to men you know but we do we do get this is the problem with sex workers we do get lonely and then sometimes we end up with the wrong person because it's so hard to date it's so hard to find that open-minded individual that is with you plus i'm also going to talk about like pimps or suitcase pimps and really talk about the truth of sex work other and educate people in general of stuff going on um 2018 foster was signed by donald trump for instance and that changed the game to a lot of things for people and i will be talking about that as well so thank you so much this is my intro for uh get schooled by marcella alonso